Welcome to the Slobberknocker Sports Podcast, your hub for all things sports. Now here are your hosts, Dylan and Turner. Welcome into the Slobberknocker Sports Podcast. I am your host, Dylan Leak, joined as always with my man Turner. We are here for episode 11, back again. Um, been having some great support out there. I think we had about 6,000 views on our last video. So thank you guys for watching. Keep the comments coming. It helps the algorithm. Um, getting us more views and helping us create more content. Again, I think we've been mentioning it. We're going to be moving to hopefully next week to our new studio. That, that big, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Big dog put something nice together. He did. Uh, got to hand it to him. Got to hand it to give him some credit where credit's due. That's right. He was irritating me last week on the podcast, I have to admit. Um, but he's done a good job with that, I will say. Um, but we'll jump right into the uh, to the Eagles, uh, Cowboys, and and the Cowboys exposed the Eagles yesterday, 33-13 victory. Dak Prescott seized control of the MVP race, whether we agree with that or not. Uh, he was 24 for 38 for 271 and two touchdowns. Didn't have a pick. He did have a key fumble, which kept the Eagles alive in the game. Um, but Dallas's offense looks maybe like the best in the league. It's probably them or San Francisco uh, for the best offensive team in the league. Dak looks like maybe the best quarterback in the league right now. The defense played pretty well last night. The Eagles did not score an offensive touchdown in the game. Dallas's upcoming schedule at Buffalo, at Miami, versus Detroit, versus Washington. Can they win out? Uh, No, I don't think so. Um, I think we talked a little bit about this last night, but I think – my big one, which I told you, is I just don't see them going into Buffalo in December and winning that game. I just can't see it. I know they've looked so good, but I know deep down they're still the Cowboys, and they just it, it seems like just when you think they've turned the corner and they're maybe the most dominant team in football, they you know they throw in a stinker, which they did early in the year to the Cardinals, and I think we could both agree they just weren't ready to play for that. Yeah, ready to play, whatever it may be. Plus, you know that's. Not a tough place to play. There's probably more Cowboys fans and Cardinals fans there. And indoors. So, um, Buffalo, though, in December is a different kind of beast. Buffalo's playing for their season as well. It's not a first-round buy or anything for them. It's can we get in the playoffs. Right. McDermott's coaching for his job. I mean, there's just a lot on the line for Buffalo. And I know you can you can say that there's obviously a lot on the line for Dallas, too. But things are going to have to go their way to get that first round by. And I just think it's a much more important game for the bills that I see them winning. So, um, but we, we talked about the other games. I do think they can win those other three games. I know at Miami, That's Miami's the, been playing other the other toughest one they'll beat Detroit at home. They own the commanders. They'll beat them. So, um, is it back-to-back weeks, Buffalo, then Miami? Yeah, it's at yeah. Buffalo, at Miami. To win, to win both of them would be – I mean, I think they would be uh, – you know, if they get out of these two games one and one, I know that isn't necessarily what they need yeah. or after the bye, but if they get out of it one and one, I would say that's a job well done. I do think they will lose in Buffalo. I do think they'll win in Miami. Yeah, and that, that loss that you mentioned to the Arizona Cardinals early in the year looms large because you take that loss away, which is really the only bad loss Dallas has. The only other two losses are at San Francisco and at Philadelphia. Nothing to scoff about in either of those losses. But if they win that game, they're currently sitting in first, and they control their own destiny with the chance to actually 
went out and get the number one seed. Uh, funny enough, Cal- Dallas currently sits in, in first place in the NFC East. However, according to what I read last night, if both teams win out, Philadelphia would win the division. So actually, Dallas is in a really tough spot here, even though they're currently ahead of them because apparently the three tiebreakers, if both teams were to win out, would go down to conference record. And I guess they already calculated out, right? Like if both teams win out, Philadelphia would have the better conference record. Yeah, it was kind of confusing when they were showing it last night. We're like, why Why would that be? Right. You know, why would, if they win this, would they only have a 35% chance of winning the division? Obviously, they have the tougher schedule. Right. But you'd think, okay, well, maybe both teams go 3-1, and one, whatever. But yeah, like you said, um, Philly would hold the tiebreaker. Right. So. so, and you look at Philly's schedule, I believe they've got New York twice, uh, the Commanders. Tommy and, DeVito and the boys. Yeah, I, I believe that's correct. I know they've got a very – they they're at Seattle next week. That's the lone game that I think that they could lose. They're at Seattle, then they're home against the Giants, home against the Cardinals at the Giants. So, pretty much – you know, the easiest schedule remaining for any any playoff team. Yeah. Um, if they can win in Seattle next week, they're probably going to get the division. However, I don't see San Francisco losing again, looking at their schedule. They went out. San Francisco will get the one seed because they have that head-to-head tiebreaker over Philly. But speaking of the Eagles, let's talk a little bit about them. Again, we mentioned it last night. They had no offensive touchdowns, right? Their lone touchdown came on a fumble recovery um, defensive touchdown. It was, I believe, in the third quarter when Dallas had full control of the game, um, led by 18 before that that fumble return for a touchdown. And the last two games, two total touchdowns for the Eagles offense. We have know, we know this defense has struggled. We've mentioned this before, right? Secondary, 28th against the pass um, overall in the season. They've, yeah. they've been horrific. Even av- adding Kevin Byard from Tennessee has not helped. I mean, they've arguably gotten worse. Now they've played a gauntlet of a schedule. They faced, you know, Mahomes and Josh Allen and Dak twice. So I get it. But Philly's been outscored in the two games. You know, everybody talks about Dallas being the team that can't beat good teams. In the two games, Philly's played the best two teams in the NFC, Dallas and San Francisco. They were outscored 75 to 32. Does Philly have big concerns here? Because you look at a team, they're 10 and three, right? You know, they've beaten the Cowboys. They have some good wins. Should there be concern in Philadelphia here? I think so. I don't think they have – unless they play the Cowboys at home during the playoffs, which they very well could. They could win a home playoff game against Cowboys. They certainly won't win on the road against the Cowboys, and I don't think they can beat San Francisco, you know, obviously either place, but yep. it's more than likely going to be in San Francisco. Um, they just – man, I don't know what it is. Offense kind of maybe not quite as good, but, you know, right there-ish, but the defense is just – taking such a big step back. And I don't know everybody who they lost, but, yeah, that secondary is just getting sliced and diced down the field. It is not, not good. So, and, you know, I touched on it last night when we were talking. They really should have lost three out of four. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could say they could have lost all four, but I'd say, look, Buffalo or Kansas City, you know, they should have split them. And then, uh, you know, Valdez Scantling dropping that touchdown – cost the Chiefs the game, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, the Bills shoulda stopped them from kicking a 60-yard field goal in horrible weather. Uh, the miscommunication with Josh Allen and Gabe Davis in overtime, which could also end the game. Yep. So, there's a lot of different things, but I mean, in reality, they got their ass kicked by the Cowboys and the Niners. Probably shoulda split the games against, I mean, it was a gauntlet four games for them. It was yep. very tough. Um, but I just, I just, 
The offense, I feel, you know, can come around and score in the playoffs. They're tough to stop with everything they do, but and the way they run the ball and the way they sneak the ball. But I just don't think the defense can win a Super Bowl this year. Yeah, it's a it's a problem, man. Like like if you look at last night, I mean the Cowboys offense put up thirty three. And if we're being honest, they really weren't pushed to do so. Like there was never a point in the game where it's like, oh, if they, you know, we got to really like go down and score here. They were up the majority of the game by two scores. And so, you know, they, they, you could tell very much. We talked about it and we were watching it together. The Cowboys got much more conservative in the second half and they still put up 33. I, I really truly believe if Philadelphia's offense scores last night a couple times, that Dallas could have put up in the forties, maybe even like high forties. Like it could have been two more touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, the Eagles' defense is, is horrific. Dude, you look at it. They could have lost week one of the fucking Patriots. They, they probably should have. They, both times they played the Commanders, they could have lost. One went to overtime. The other one, it took, like, Sam Howell basically collapsing at the end of the game for them to lose or for them to win. They should have lost the first time they played Dallas. Dallas had a first and goal at the six-yard line with 35 seconds to go. We already talked about they should have lost one to the Bills or the Chiefs. It's funny. This team very easily is a couple plays away, and this is not a you know an exaggeration. They're a couple plays away from having like five or six losses. Oh yeah. Well, they're kind of they won so many close games. They're almost kind of, and people don't put them in the same category as the Vikings, but they won so many close games. They're like the Vikings last year, where they were what. 8-0 in one-score games or something like exactly. that. Exactly. And then, you know, they get the doors blown off them by the Cowboys and the 49ers. So, uh, yeah, I think Philly fans are panicking at least a little bit. I mean, I think probably before the stretch, you think they got a really good chance of winning the Super Bowl. Them or the Niners probably. And yep. now after the stretch, you realize, okay, we're, we're not as – our defense isn't going to hold up like we need it to to, you know, potentially win a Super Bowl. So – Everybody just thinks I'm a hater. That's the I get labeled as a hater. Well, you but, listen, you 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 are a you are a and listen, I don't like him near as much as your dad. Black Tom Brady. You're a black Tom Brady hater. <laughs> That's for sure. You definitely are because your dad likes him. And I agree with you that he's kind of a one read guy. He plays behind an awesome offensive line and he's throwing to a Heisman trophy winner and a top five receiver in thank football you. and a pretty decent tight end. He's got a lot of weapons. He he you know, an embarrassment of riches, if you will, and like it, like you said, a top, probably the best offensive line in football. So I think the best offensive line in the last five. 10 yeah, years. I mean that's what I mean. I mean you, you can make an argument that maybe someone, you know, add, nine, add in the fucking tush push, and yeah. it's like unst. I mean you should never get fucking stopped. They two offensive touchdowns the last two games is fucking embarrassing. There's one problem with the offense, and his name is Jalen Hurts, <laughs> and I call him one read Jalen because it's one read and fucking run. And if he was smart and knew anything better, he wouldn't even do one read. He just fucking snapped the ball and run because it's the only goddamn thing he can do. He can't do anything well. He can run. He's a good athlete. He's a below average quarterback. That's the fucking truth. We've seen it the last two weeks. He's struggled against good teams, and we're gonna see him continue to struggle. And all this bullshit about how good he played in the Super Bowl. Bullshit. Three tush pushes oh, t- on the t- t- you're score lucky touchdowns. Your dad's not in Three there. tush pushes. He would be he'd be going after you. And he's not the black Tom Brady. He's one read Jalen. That's oh. who he is. You put any other quarterback behind that Eagles offensive line with AJ Brown, with Devontae Smith, with Dallas Goddard, you name it. You get a pretty good offensive coordinator. You have a you know, last year you had one of the best defenses in football, and they still couldn't win a fucking Super Bowl, and they're not gonna win one this year. And I'm fucking tired well, of the they're Eagles. They're not gonna win one this year, that's for sure. I was so happy last night that they shit the shit on all over themselves. They I mean, got smoked. Jalen threw up on his shirt multiple times in that game. But we'll move on to a controversial 
well, I'll say controversial ending to a game with the Kansas City Chiefs. And we all saw it yesterday. If you watch the games, they were trailing by, I believe, three, right? They were trailing by three. Yeah, they were down three. 20 to 17. And it came down to, I believe it was something like a third and five around there. And, I mean, it, you know, we the Bills season on the line looked like we both thought the Chiefs were going to go down and get at least a field goal. You know, we thought 100%. I think they were very close to field goal range right there. One more first They're down. They're about at the 50, I think. Yeah, 45-50. Right. One more first down would have done it. I think <laughs> it was a third down and five, if I remember correctly. And we saw the flag come out right when this play started. We weren't sure if it was a procedure or if it was offsides. And obviously, the ball is thrown to Kelsey. It's a strike. He's wide open. And we have this wild fucking play where he laterals the ball backwards to Kadarius Toney. And Kadarius Toney, for about three seconds, thought he was the hero and he had redeemed all the shit he's done the last, you know, seven or eight games. And instead, he becomes the villain once again because the flag is for an offsides and it's on the offense. And this is the controversial part of it. Now, I heard... I'll, I'll go ahead and give my quick take on this, okay? We, we heard from Gene Steratore and from a couple other people yesterday. Every single main official who talked about this said, this call was correct. It's been a point of emphasis all year. We saw it in week one. We saw this called in the first game, Kansas City and Detroit, and the commentators said, this is a point of emphasis this year. They're going to call offsides on the offense a lot more. It's been called going into last night 11 times this year, whereas it's been called three times the two previous years combined. We saw it called last night on the Philadelphia Eagles. You didn't see anybody whining about it then. Now, we don't need referees to tell us that this was offsides. Anyone with two fucking eyes could see that Kadarius Toney was a full yard offsides. I mean, the entirety of his body was past the ball, and the Chiefs, whether they score or not there, is irrelevant. I was so annoyed, and I know you were too, with Patrick Mahomes going out there and acting like this referee decided the game and, and wanted to, you know, watch the play unfold and then threw the penalty. The penalty was thrown at the beginning of the yeah, play. Yeah, he had no idea that was going to unfold. Exactly. And he no, got it right. He got and it right. The guy was lined up a yard offside. It wasn't even close. You know, if it's something like a... Somewhat of a judgment that looks like a little bit. He was covering the whole ball. You couldn't even see the fucking ball. His yes. head was lined up with a Bills player. You see the guy who's lined up correctly, and he's a full yard and a half behind him. Yep. And uh, Steratore, one of the rest, pointed that out. I mean, it's 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 stupid, and and they touched on it on part of my take a little bit. I was telling you, it's like it's absolutely hysterical that you have the Chiefs complaining about a call that was <laughs> rightfully called that decided a crazy play in the regular season and said officials need to quit deciding games, yet the officials decided the Super Bowl with a hold in the end zone last year. <laughs> a very questionable 50... It's a 50-50 call in the regular season. It was yeah. called in the Super Bowl to decide yeah. the game. It's Yeah. Patrick Mahomes gets a... You know, what he thinks is an unfair shake. And I get in a way what he's saying. Like, that's never been called in the seven years. But like you said, and all the officials said... It's a point of emphasis this year. They even said it. And then, you know, um, Andy Reid's like, well, he should have got a warning. The guy's in the fucking slot a yard and a half off sites. He can't get a warning. Right. If Tony looked at the official, he would have told him, you're off sides, right. move back. He didn't do that. He just lined up a yard and a half off sides and ran her out. And, of course, it was a cool play. I told you I've said it for years. 
especially late games. I'm not an advocate of doing it like in the second quarter, but the lateral is the most underutilized play in, in football. Yep. When there's a minute left or whatever it was, and this was still kind of batshit crazy for him to throw it because all they needed was a field goal. And if you actually look, the it guy was, almost gets a hand on it. It like, was it, far. It yeah. was not like an yeah. easy throw. He threw a great ball to him. It was right on the money. <laughs> but my whole point is like that's, you know, when you're maybe if you're down four in that situation and not a field goal to tie it, you do it. You know how Travis Kelsey is. He, yeah. He does all kinds of crazy stuff. He's great, not thinking about player. the fact that we're down a field goal. No. He's thinking I'm gonna he's open. I'm going to make a play. Yeah. But in, and he's done it a few times in his career. But, yeah, for teams that need to go down the field, like, in a minute and they don't have any timeouts. Right. You got to let, like, if you don't have to wait for the last play of the game, throw it to someone and then see who's open across the field and chunk it back, see if you can get a big play. Right. But uh, like the play, um, but have zero problem with him throwing a, a flag that should have been thrown with a guy that's offsides by a yard and a half. Yeah, and let's not, let's be real here. Uh, Kadarius Tony is an Albert fucking Einstein, okay? The guy is not the brightest of the bunch, and, you know, He's made a, quite a few mistakes in his tenure with the Chiefs. That's why the Giants, who drafted him very early, punted on him very quickly because he didn't. He he has talent. He's obviously very fast and athletic, and he's got you know skills. But he makes stupid mistakes. Like you said, if he just pointed at the official like any receiver would do there normally, you know you see it uh, fifty times a game. The receiver points. Am I good? Right. Yeah. Like, that's what they do. I see. I you know I watch high school teams where receivers do it every single play. Like. The fact that you are that far off sides and then, you know, don't ask and then you're going to complain about it. And the fact that, to me... He was in the slot, too. Yeah, he was in the slot. Yes, it was ridiculous. What bothers me, though, the most about it is I I looked on Twitter and saw a lot of the videos of what transpired, like, after it. And it's not just that Mahomes threw an absolute hissy fit after. Like, that... Okay, like, everybody has bad moments. Like, he looked like an idiot doing it. But it's the fact of how it continued to... He went, and when Josh Allen was telling him, like, good game, we don't know what Josh Allen said to him, but he essentially went up to him and high-fived him. They gave a hug. And I heard they, they, they had, like, an enhanced audio of it. He literally the entire time was like, fucking game decided on the fucking offside, just offensive offside, unfucking believable Like, that's what he was saying to Josh Allen as Josh Allen was saying good game to him. He looked like a fucking child. Like, j- just grow up. Like, you lost the game. You know, Josh Allen, they showed a play on the game. Uh, like, I was looking at Twitter, and they showed a play earlier in the game on the final drive where Josh Allen gets knocked in the head. And it would have been a 15-yard penalty. Oh, it was yeah. on third down, and it would have ended the game right there because it would have been able to run the clock out and kick a field goal. Mm-hmm. And you don't see Josh Allen complaining. Like, I mean, he wouldn't have come out in the press conference and been like, well, if they called this uh, hit to the head, we would have won the game. Like, you still had the ball third and 10 after that with a chance to win the game. And you didn't get a first down. You had a third and ten. You needed one first down to win the game. Couldn't do it. Or to at least get a field goal. And then you go into the press conference and say the same shit. And Andy Reid, I truly believe this. I don't think Andy Reid... I think Andy Reid knows that that was the right call. And I think he's doing it just because Mahomes threw a hissy fit. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he's doing. He's supporting him, trying not to lose the... He's not going to say, oh, we can't have Patrick acting like that. He'll probably say something to him, you know, during the week or whatever. But... He, you know, he's going to support him through it. And, you know, he feels like Mahomes feels like they got an unfair shake, which is hilarious because the week before, obviously, the no P.I. call, which in the NFL, it just drives me crazy. In that situation, it has to be, and they definitely missed that one. I get it. But it needs to be 
if you're going to throw a 60-yard penalty that decides a game, it, it better be a salt on the outside where he had zero chance of catching the ball. And that's why I think they just need – spot fouls are so stupid for pass interference. It's ridiculous. I mean, you, there should not be a 60-yard penalty because – and some of them, you look, some of them, it's like the guy bumped them. You know, yeah. if it's one where you grab by the face mask and drag them down, or it's something absolutely egregious, you should be able to make a call and let these officials actually do their job. Which we really don't want to give them any more judgment, but than they already have. But I don't either. When Fuck it comes him. to the five or fifteen yard face mask, too, like they used to have, like that should be a thing. Too. Yeah, no, we talked about like, this. I yeah, agree, agree. I mean, if you. Pull someone's head off. It's a 15-yard penalty. If you graze or face mask yep. on the running back, it's five yards. Same thing should be for pass interference. You throw the ball up 60 yards, maybe he's a little bit too physical. It should be a 15-yard penalty. Right. If he grabs you by the back of the horse collar and pulls you down so you don't score a touchdown, it's different. Right. So And there should be, there should be degrees of that. And yeah. some of those plays should be reviewable, I think, as well. We've talked about that. Um, but... In general, this the the you, you go back to the AFC title game and Mahomes talking about officials deciding the game. How about last year when they played the Bengals when he's running down the sideline and it was a late. It was kind of the same type deal as this. Like it was it, bang bang. It was yeah. bang bang. But it, like by letter of the law, it was a late hit. But the but you know that could be let go because it's one of those where the quarterback's running on the sideline. You don't know is he going to step out? Is he not? He does step out, and as he steps out, the guy hits him. That 15-yard penalty won them the game, and the official did what? He decided the game. Well, that was the correct call. Yeah. And people got over that. He didn't say anything about that. That's fine. Oh, the official decided both not not only the Super Bowl but the AFC title game. So he was the beneficiary of two penalties that that year to win a Super Bowl. So he just needs to really Patrick just needs to shut the fuck up. He needs to shut the fuck up. He's a it's a bad look for him. Like it looks like oh, we haven't lost two in a row in a long time, and now things aren't going well for us. Let me let me act out. Like, grow up. You took a 50-fucking-million-dollar contract. Understandably, he's worth it. He's incredible. He's one of the best yeah. ever. But that is why this is happening, not because of the officials, because you took all the money, and now you have no money to spend on receivers. That's why Tyreek Hill is gone. That's why your best fucking receiver is Rasheed Rice, who fumbled the ball in a key moment yesterday. How about talk about that? So I'm tired of Mahomes bitching and complaining. Do what Tom Brady did and take a fucking $20 million pay cut so your team can be good enough to go to Super Bowls and win consistently. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. That's my opinion yep. on it. He's not going to do that. But no, he never no, will. I completely agree. Last question completely for you. Completely agree. Well, a last question for you on the Chiefs. Um, two weeks ago, they were first in the AFC. Yep. Now they're 8-5. and five. Uh, They're one game ahead of the Broncos in their own division who started 1-5. and five. It's wild. Uh, Broncos sit seven and six after the win yesterday, and the Chiefs sit eight and five. And those two teams split their division. So if, if they get Who into would a tie, hold that tie I don't know. We, it, would, it would come down to the similar thing like the Cowboys Got and the Eagles. But well, doesn't it go by divisional? Oh, you're right. First? You're right. And the, they beat the they beat it, the it was, they beat the Chargers. I, the Broncos. The Broncos, the Broncos lost the, to the Raiders, uh, Raiders the first game. Yeah, so, so unless yeah. I think the Broncos would have to win out, and the, the Chiefs would have to lose one more to a yeah. divisional opponent. Yeah. But nonetheless. My point being is, a couple weeks ago we sat in here, and I agree with you. I agreed with you when we were talking about this. The Chiefs looked like, even though they don't have a number one receiver, even though they look like they're not you know, clicking on offense, they had a really good defense. That We thought the defense was for real. They haven't looked as good the last couple weeks. Um, but two weeks later, they're, they're on the outside looking in of the one seed. They're probably going to play 
as the three or the four seed more than likely and there's a chance they even drop to five or six so do you is this what if you're a, tell me this if you're a chiefs fan right now what's your panic meter at if from a one to ten maybe like i'd say right in the middle at a five i mean obviously it's been a bad two weeks but you know the game against buffalo everybody expected to be close people know that the bills are on paper much better than their record uh, going to Lambeau and losing Hurts, you need to win that game. So, I mean, uh, they couldn't get a stop in that game. I just don't, you know, I I don't know. I just don't see them winning the Super Bowl, I guess, this year just because we've touched on it with the receivers. The defense, for a while, the defense was looking good enough that, like, maybe they could do it without any receivers, but now it just doesn't. It doesn't seem like it, but the AFC is just so open, right? I mean, it's like, who, who's going to – can we say the bona fide favorites are the Ravens? No, they always get beat in the playoffs. So, yep. Um, and, I mean, I've touched on it before, and I think I've said it in some other podcasts. Like, I think if the Bills beat the Cowboys and they get in, I think they got as good as chance as anybody to get through the AFC. Obviously not going to really have home field advantage or anything like that. Probably won't even get to play a home playoff game, but um, – I, I, I think they'll beat the Dolphins in the playoffs if they played them. I think they would, you know, if they played the Chiefs, I, they, they definitely could beat them. Um, so, I would put the panic meter at a five. I think that the Chiefs are going to still end up winning that division. They won't end up with the one seed. Though. Right. So, they're not going to have home field advantage throughout. But I do think at this point, if they had to go up and play the Ravens, in Baltimore in a playoff game, I, I I think I'd probably pick Baltimore to beat them. I don't know, man. It's such it would be such a coin toss because I just don't trust Baltimore. Well, at neither all. do I. I don't trust Lamar or Baltimore. He's just prone to turnovers. Obviously, he's an electric player, but it's just it's especially it seems like when he gets cold, he just like drops the ball. He holds it like Mike Vick running around yep. just in one hand, and it's just yep. the ball. Could just, especially when he gets cold. Just pop out of your hand. So I will say though, looking at kind of the schedule remaining, the Dolphins and the and the Ravens both do have pretty tough schedules to end the season. Um, the the but the Ravens only have three losses, correct? Right. So and the they, Chiefs aren't going to catch. And, and so yeah, the they play they play uh, the Ravens have at the Jaguars, at the 49ers versus the Dolphins yeah. versus the Steelers. Pretty tough schedule. Yeah, that is a pretty tough schedule. And then the Dolphins, on the other hand, they've got. At the, uh, or sorry, they got the Titans tonight, obviously. Then they got the Jets, which they'll win, but they finish versus the Cowboys at the Ravens versus the Bills. So both those teams, like if Kansas City were to win out, could they still get it? Yeah, will do we think they're going to? Probably not the way they're playing right now. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't trust Kansas City past my nose right now. Like I don't see them as a as a real Super Bowl contender. And you look at the Patriots. Sorry, you look at the uh, Chiefs' schedule at the Patriots versus the Raiders versus the Bengals at the Chargers. They have the easiest schedule remaining by far. They could definitely run off four in a row of that. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, they're going to beat the Patriots. We're going to beat the Raiders. Can they beat the Bengals? who we were playing better and at the Chargers last week, but I don't know. But um, you've heard it all all week long in the last couple of weeks. Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game, and it looks more and more like he's going to have to this year. And they haven't been great on the road. So we'll see We'll see what happens um, going forward with that. Let's move on real quick to topic number three. We'll talk about uh, Mr. Joe Flacco. And just like that, he is back, baby. Joe, I don't even know how old he is. He's got to be getting up there um, in age. Threw for 311 yards yesterday. Three touchdowns in a win. And just, you know, 
a couple weeks ago, I think, hey, look, the Browns are like that stepchild who's been, you know, abused and kicked and stepped on, and everybody just feels bad for them, so you kind of pull for them. So a couple weeks ago, it was like, man, I really hope they get in the playoffs. They're kind of like the Lions, right? right? They've been through enough. New York Jets, same type of deal, right? Like, yeah, these poor guys, like, they've been abused enough. we got to root for them. But I don't think any of us believe that if P.J. Walker or Dorian Thompson-Robinson was the quarterback, they had any chance to do anything. No, they got a better chance with Flacco now. They, they sure do. He's and been, there, was, been there, done that. He can manage a game with the defense. So. That's what I was going to ask you. So, like, over the, over the two games, he's thrown for 565 yards in two games and five touchdowns. They, sh- they very well could have won the first game in his first start. He was coming in cold off the couch, right? Like, hadn't played in a year. Uh, they win yesterday over the Jaguars, who had Trevor Lawrence and you know, they're a, they're a, they were the number one seed a, a week ago. Um, they finish with the Bears at home at the Texans versus the Jets at the Bengals. Bears, Very, Texans, Jets. Bengals. Bengals. Very manageable schedule. Um, I think they'll go 2-2 two and two during that time, but they'll squeak in the playoffs. So that was going to be my question. They're currently minus 300 to make the playoffs yeah, win yesterday. I think if they go 2-2, two and two, they should get in, I think, with the uh, – with the way the standings are, can they can they win some playoff games? Uh not some. They might be able to win one. Okay. It, now, if they had Nick Chubb, I'd say maybe they could win two. Yeah. And they have that's this a good year. point. I mean, because I just think he's so damn good, and you know he's a workhorse. But I, yeah, I mean, I think that it's almost. I like what they're doing now, throwing the ball and kind of airing it out. I think when you see them in the playoffs, they're probably going to run it 35, 40 times, and and then just. Hard play action fakes with Flacco. Yeah. But, I mean, he's throwing the ball well. And listen, this is what he did in Baltimore, right? I mean, typically he just take care of the ball, rely on a good defense, but he 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 will do that. I think they could. I think they're going to get in. I think they could potentially win one playoff game. I'll be pulling like for I them. wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised in you know like say for example say the the Dolphins don't get the bye and yeah. somehow have to play the Browns in the Great first round point. of the playoffs. I can see the Browns beating the Dolphins. Ugly I mean, type I mean, of game. I know, but I guess some people probably think I'm crazy saying that. No, I agree with I you. I mean, they, they, they have the better defense, they can run the ball a little bit better. I mean, I know that the Dolphins hit big plays here and their offensive stats are inflated, but in a playoff game? Play some ball control yeah. and, and, you know, shorten the game and get into a variance type of game. It, but It could happen. It could happen. Sure. Um, you know, it's it to me, and tell me, I think Kevin Stefanski – is the coach of the year this year. Obviously, D'Amico Ryan's has done a great job with the Texans, but, dude, they're on their fourth quarterback. They've, they've been through four quarterbacks. They lost Nick Chubb for the year in game two. They lost their number one offensive lineman in week two, or week, week one. No, yeah, week one. They've lost three of their five starting offensive linemen this year. Amari Cooper's missed time. David Njoku's missed time. I mean, the defense has even had injuries. Um, yeah, when you mention all that, I would say, I mean— it, it's probably going to be tough. Not, if the Texans somehow make the playoffs, it'll be tough not giving it to me. That's Ryan, true. Just because they were so bad last year. Um, but when you mention all those things, Stefanski's got to be towards the top of the list. That's for sure. He's been... I mean, it's, it is funny how, you know, you bring Flacco in off the street and you just think, and it's, it's weird, but you just kind of think that they can, you know, now you're thinking, oh... They can make the playoffs and maybe even potentially win a game, which is weird because it's like certainly don't think Joe Flacco is elite, but 
there is something to say about a guy who's been there before and won games, you know. So how he won a Super Bowl, didn't he? Flacco? he did. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl won with Flacco. the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then he got a big contract and didn't play well after that. But hey, how it dumb happens to a lot of people? <laughs> how dumb are the Jets? He was in that organization last year. He knows the offense, and you have Aaron Rodgers go down. Why would you not go get that dude? Instead, you have Tim, or, or I don't even know, is it Tim Boyle? Yeah, Tim Boyle. But I they mean, brought Boyle in just because he's friends with Rodgers, and they were never going to get rid of Wilson. It, the thing about the Jets, the reason Flacco works obviously better with Cleveland is, first of all, they can actually run the ball. The yeah. Jets have no, they can't. They just couldn't run the ball. They didn't respect Flacco enough to – and when it comes to Cleveland, first and foremost, you have to just try to stop the run. So he gets a lot more one-on-one matchups, I'm sure, on the outside. I right. haven't watched them play a lot. But I just don't think this year with the Jets – I mean, as we know, they were always going to keep Wilson, right? right? I mean, they weren't going to give up on him this year or so. He looked good um, yesterday. Yeah, looked real good. 300, 300 yards. I mean, I don't expect to necessarily see it again. But no, it looked really good. But again, I you know it's hard for me to to make. Uh, again, I don't I don't think Zach Wilson's good. Yeah, but it is really hard for me to make evaluations when you look at you know that offense last year was pretty bad, and then you look at this year, and when you have a child calling your offense and Nathaniel Hackett, it's very difficult to evaluate. They had zero points in the first half yesterday. Wilson didn't play bad. There is something to be said about that. Like, if the guy's throwing for 300 yards and you, you know, you they ended up putting up 30, but that was because they had some defensive takeaways and scores. But, man, Nathaniel Hackett, it really is just the worst ever. And Aaron Rodgers might have ruined that franchise for him. Yeah, I mean, Zach Wilson going forward from here is just going to be one of those elite backups that you pay like $3 million a year to have on your bench. When you have a good team where it's like, right. okay, he's not good, but he's proven that he can win some games, right? Yeah, and if you, you bring think- him in... On a good team, maybe right. you can go 500, a game below 500, so kind of steady the ship. And he gives you at least an opportunity or chance to win a game. And I think certainly you don't want him as a starter. No, you don't want him <laughs> as a starter unless he just continues. He's had, but he's shown like he had that game against the Chiefs where he looked really good. Yeah. And this game yesterday looked really good. And then good. he'll have a game where he throws three interceptions and have 66 yes. yards and fumble. Yes. And you're just like, what the hell is going on? Uh, Why it does he? It's weird. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I do think having Aaron Rodgers around there probably was the best thing that ever happened to him. I, I don't think we would have seen games like we did against the Chiefs or yesterday if Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. But again, like you said, it's it's not like he's going to turn into some really good player. Um, quickly, we'll talk uh, touch on the Texans. They were dominated by the Jets. Speaking of Wilson, uh, C.J. Stroud comes back down to earth, thirty to six. The Texans lose. Um, C.J. Stroud suffers a concussion late in the game, but he did not play well whatsoever. I think he threw for a total of 90 yards. He was 10 for 23 for 90 yards. Wow. Um, didn't play well at all, and he didn't go out until late in that game. I mean, they could not move the ball on New York. It was 0-0 at halftime. Um, well, I think also what had to have happened is he also, you know, Tank Dell got hurt last game. And Nico Collins got hurt, like, on the first play of this game. Oh, he did? In the first quarter. So, you think he had no – I mean, I think that's, that was pretty fair. much – you lose your two top receivers, especially as a rookie when you're not really, you know, on the same page with maybe many other people on the right. team. Certainly doesn't help. But we both agreed that it was a tough spot for the Texans. I think we both picked the Jets in that game. We did. I think if I said, said if Zach it, Wilson Both of us plays, said if Zach Wilson plays, yeah, we picked the Jets. I just – I mean, I wasn't going to say the Jets would win with Boyle, obviously. Right. But, uh, yeah. I, the Jets, it's a tough place for a rookie to go play. 
And weather wasn't great, right? Wasn't it? No, and Stroud's been bad in in weather, yeah. and he's been really bad in away games. His splits are staggering. Yeah. In home games, he's thrown 16 touchdowns. In the same amount of games on the road, he's thrown four. He throws 5% lower completion percentage. He's thrown for 1,000 less yards on the yeah. road. I mean, he just doesn't play. His I quarterback rating has dropped significantly. I believe it, especially I mean, as yeah. a, a rookie. I mean, it's just a, I mean, you obviously don't want splits that different. Right. But, I mean, at least he's doing what he is doing at home. And then maybe next year, you know, learn to play on the road a little bit better. It's yeah. probably quite the learning curve trying to trying to do that um, and, you know, communicate and whatever on the road. But, yeah, I didn't realize his splits were that bad. I, knew, I know he was having a good year, but I didn't realize it was that big of a difference. Yeah, it's been pretty bad. All right, we'll move on to this segment we're going to call buy or sell. I'm going to give you a statement. You tell me if you're buying it or selling it. Um, and we'll start with what we saw transpire in Baltimore yesterday. The Ravens escaped the Rams in overtime. Oddly enough, with Patrick Mahomes bitching about all the calls, if you watch back that uh, replay of the punt return, there's about four block in the backs that they missed. You, you know what's weird? I was going to say, it's funny you bring that up. I was thinking this last night. There was a block in the back, I guess, on one of Philly's punt returns or something. Yep. And I don't know if they're letting it, – it used to be, dude, in the NFL, if you got them on the side and it was anywhere close, they threw a flag. I'm telling you there had to be some kind of – and the officials probably aren't announcing it, but some kind of point of emphasis of like, hey, if if we're going to call these, it needs to be a block in the back, yep. not in the side or whatever because I saw that return and I was like, my God, you could have called three of them on yep, that. it was really and bad. And then I see some in games you're just so used – to this stuff being called, and maybe the league said, hey, look, we're tired of these penalties on the punts where it's like no one's returning kicks anymore because they throw these penalties and flags, and it's just maybe they want, I don't know. It just seems that way. Maybe I'm way off, but it's, it used to be like you saw a block in the back or anything close to it, there were three flags on the ground. Now, and I don't think that my eyes are any different looking at those. It seems like they're letting stuff go. I don't think you're way off. I think you're actually right. Uh, we, we saw it yesterday. We were like, Oh, they had to have thrown that, right? And then, like, nothing. Like, yeah. there's nothing there. Uh, to your point, too, a weird thing just on the side On a side note, yesterday in the Dallas game, there were three – you mentioned it. There were three penalties called on Dallas, all three penalties that were picked up, and they were, like, all big plays. It was really odd. Like Big plays, yeah. There was, two there was touchdowns. Two touchdowns, two touchdowns yeah. and there was one that was uh, – there was one that was, I believe, thrown on a first down, and it was like a screen pass, and they threw a flag for a legal man downfield when you couldn't have even been – like no offensive lineman could have gotten downfield yeah, that quickly. Yeah, it was catch and throw. That's why I was like, how are you going to say he's downfield yeah. through that within a second? Yeah. yeah. Um, but just odd odd things from officials this week. Uh, but we'll move on to, to this. So Ravens do escape despite getting away with some, some penalties on that return. It was not pretty for the Ravens, but I think the story in the game actually was the Rams. The Rams' offense, despite playing what many people think is probably the second-best defense in the league behind the Cleveland Browns, definitely a top-five defense are the Ravens. Stafford threw for 303 touchdowns. Uh, Cup had 100-plus and a touchdown. The, Raven, or the Rams put up 31 points in the game and damn near won because of their offense. Um, buy or sell, the Rams can make some noise if they sneak in the playoffs. Uh, I'm going to sell it only because I think they can potentially sneak in. I just, any matchup they have, I don't think they're going to win. I, but I mean, I do think they can sneak in. But if they end up playing the Cowboys, well, I say that, I don't know. Maybe, you know, 
it I could see them playing. I, could they end up match up against Dallas or no? They could uh, because, and in fact, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, here's how they, they could. If they get in, here's they're probably going to be matched up against either Philly or Dallas because if they get in, they will likely be the seven seed, right. and Dallas or Philly will be the two, two seed. Two seed, yeah, so, because the Niners will get the one. Right. Yeah, they can't. I, I I definitely don't see them winning the game in Dallas if they had to go play a playoff game there. Right. And uh, against Philly, maybe somewhat of a close game, but I still think Philly in the postseason ends up beating them. So I think they do have potential to sneak in. I think they could do it. I think they could finish ahead of the Seahawks um, and get that. Right now in the uh, playoffs, are them and the Seahawks in the wild card, or the Seahawks drop out? The Seahawks are behind the Rams because the Rams beat them both times, I Got believe. it. So they hold the, the tiebreaker over Seattle, and Seattle lost this week as well. So. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're like the Eagles, I think you would much rather see the Seahawks than the Rams just because 100%. the Rams do have some firepower. But, yeah, I'm going to say they can sneak in. I, I, I would actually make the prediction that they do get in, but I just don't see them winning against either Dallas or Philly. I think they're going to get into uh, – it looks like right now they would be the seven seed behind the Vikings or the six and the Cow – or the Eagles right now are the five. But I do think – I would buy it if they play the Eagles. They played once earlier. It was a nine-point game. But Philly has looked significantly worse than then, and, and L.A.'s looked a lot better. I just think – you know, I've expected Stafford to come back down to earth but he just won't. He just keeps playing really good. Like he's having a resurgence. I don't know if it's like if this is the surge where like he's about to die, like he's about to retire, and this is it. This is his last little push. But man, he's slinging the ball around out there. And the, you got you got two weapons like Cup and Nakua, and you know that's hard to cover. I mean, and you think about the matchup. The Eagles have one of the worst pass defenses in football. You get matched up against a team who slings the ball around like that. It's like basically, can the Rams defense get some stops? Because if they can. They have a chance to win the game. No, I think they could definitely play them in a close game. I don't – I mean, and obviously, you know, the odds would say the same thing. I don't think they would win the game. But yeah. It, I agree with you. I think it could be a good game. Don't think they'd give Dallas too much of a game in Dallas. I don't think so either. I think that would be the, the difference. Um, but, you know, you got a Super Bowl coach, a Super Bowl quarterback, and a Super Bowl MVP in yep. uh, McVay, Stafford, and Cup. So you never yep. know what they get in the playoffs, what, what could happen, championship and people pedigree. were ready to bury them dead to rights earlier in the year. Yes, they, they were. were. Like, oh, we got to feel, oh, are they going to get rid of McVay and this and that and the other? And My yeah. dad's take, take three weeks ago was they're going to – McVay's going to retire at the end of this year. Guy's fucking uh, 38. Try to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, number two by ourselves. So we've got the Bears, two and one since Justin Fields has come back from injury. Really should be 3-0. They gave away a 10-point lead in the final three minutes yep. a couple weeks ago against the Lions. Uh, but Justin Fields playing much better. He was 19-33, 223 yards throwing, and a passing touchdown, 12 rushes for 58 yards, and a, and a rushing touchdown. Yep. Um, buy or sell, Justin Fields can be a franchise quarterback. It's a tough one, man. I I would I'd probably sell it just because there's been too much inconsistency so far in his career, but... If I'm a team like the Falcons, I'm definitely giving it a chance. It means I think they're going to ask. I, I think you would probably be able to get him for like uh, a second round pick, probably. That would be my guess. That would be the. the I don't think they're going to be able to get a first for no. him, but I think you'd. I think they'd probably give him up for a second, and I could be way off on that, but that would be my guess. And then I think you're going to see the Bears who have Carolina's pick, we've talked about it, they're just going to go out and get – they're going to get Caleb Williams. Yeah. And they're going to say, look, we're going to go for our franchise quarterback and see how it goes. Yeah. 
because I do think they like a lot of things about Fields, but when you're in that position and you do have that pick, you just got to do it and hope that Williams turns into, you know, a top 10 quarterback in the league. How dumb are the Patriots for winning last week when they're one game behind the Panthers for that that or for well, the Bears really? We it's talked the about it. I mean, it's like you know, Belichick just doesn't give a shit. He's gonna go out there and give so it, try stupid. try to win. So dumb, dude. Um, yeah, I, I would I would sell Justin Fields as a franchise quarterback, but I do I do think he has she shows flashes. I mean, I just don't. There's very few guys who play like that and are and are successful. I'm just like. It definitely you want guys who run and have mobility nowadays, but like who, what guy, like even Jalen Hurts is struggling this year. Like I just, you know, with the exception of like Lamar Jackson and he's not no playoff success. I just, I'm sorry. I just don't see how that's going to be someone I'm going to go after and a guy who's a run first guy, who's not a great passer, but I will give him credit. He's playing much better as of late. Imagine Justin Fields on the Eagles. Ooh, God, behind that offensive line. Think about running, that. Running a four. That's my point. <laughs> Running a four three five. Put anyone whatever. back there. They'll be whatever they'll be the runs. MVP candidate. Shit. I mean I and I guess I'm kind of disrespecting the black Tom Brady there. So, <laughs> you know, your dad's gonna see this. I don't want, you know. Yeah, but fuck uh, big dog. But uh yeah, big dog big dog wouldn't be happy with that, but I do think that Fields at his best would be pretty nasty behind that offensive line. He would. We'll jump over to the AFC. And uh, Jake Browning, back-to-back wins as the starting quarterback. He's thrown for 629 yards the last two games, three touchdowns. He's completing a staggering 82% of his passes over the last two weeks, and they have won both games. The Bengals are a playoff team with Jake Browning at the helm by herself. What's their record right now? They're 7-6. and six. They're okay. one game above 500, but you've got just a – ton of teams sitting there so you have the the browns the The browns are in the first uh wild card spot at eight and five that's the fifth spot then you've got uh these are the following teams at seven and six the colts the texans the Bengals, the steelers the broncos and the bills all at seven and six for two spots it's gonna be tough um but it just Who's your remaining schedule? Can I get the remaining um, schedule? Yeah, here? I got you. The, the remaining like schedule, gonna, they get. I feel the, like I'm in a spelling bee right the here. Vi- Can I get the name and origin, please? <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? Uh, the Vikings uh, the Vikings at home, at the Steelers, at the Chiefs, home versus the Browns. Yeah, they're not going to make it. Yeah, it's a pretty tough schedule. I Well, they could go two and two, but I still figure the Bills could go three and one and jump them, or, you know, there's going to yeah. be teams that can do it. I think at best with that remaining schedule, they probably go two and two. Would be I agree. my guess. I mean, and that—that's what I would—I would venture to say they're going to be two and two. I just don't think they're going to go three and one. So, with all those teams behind him, it—it'll be close. He is playing really, really well though. I can't believe how good he's playing. I mean, he cost me my survivor league. Uh, oh yeah, a week last ago week. when we were watching the Jaguars. Uh, I will say this, just looking at this, I, I could see the Bengals beating the Vikings next week. No, no, no. I, yeah, and then, they probably no, will. No, no, no. I'm just saying I could see them beating the Vikings next week and then everybody being so high on Jake Browning after three straight wins and then strolling into, into Pittsburgh where everybody thinks they're going to win because they're playing Mitchell Trubisky or whoever the quarterback ends up being at the time 
and I could see Mike Tomlin and the Devil finding a way to get the, get it done and ruining their playoff. No, I right bet there. the Steelers would probably win that game. Yeah, yeah nasty so, weather. You know how tough spot yeah, to yeah. you know you're gonna go. You got two of your last three on the road and and against three playoff teams or at least two two and a half. I don't know if I call the Steelers a playoff team, but um, next one real quick we will go buy or sell. Um, right now we have Dak Prescott. He is the jumped into the odds-on favorite to win the NFL MVP. Once again, we do not agree with that. We've been we've been preaching Tyree kills the MVP all year, but let's, for sake of argument, just talk about quarterbacks. Buy or sell, Dak Prescott is playing better than any other quarterback in the NFL right now. No, right now he is. I mean, Purdy's playing pretty well, but Dak's playing better better right now yep. for sure. He is. I mean, I, I mean, I think you said it a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, that we were saying that, you know, he should be – up there, and then now they won three in a row or whatever it's been that they've won. Maybe – is that right? Three in a row? What are the, the Cowboys uh, won? The Cowboys have won five, five in, in a row. row? And they've, yeah. won, they've won seven of eight. Yeah. So, I mean, they're rolling right now. Uh, I would give it to him over Purdy right now. Um, I, yeah, we've, we've been preaching it, but I don't know if they're going to give it to Tyree Kill. I saw that they said that, like, Dak, they were showing it on ESPN earlier, it was like a plus 160. Yep. Then – which is just so wild. That's why it's wild. Every game, every game at Switch has been Purdy was like plus three hundred something. Tyreek Kill, I think I remember we talked about it was like sixteen to one. Now yeah. he's like twelve to one. I think you'll see that number. You know, like if he breaks that record, he's going to be down to like you know, at least four to one. You would think. Listen, if if they don't give it to him, we've said this, and he breaks the record. It's just stupid because it's like why don't right. we call this the best quarterback award? Yes. It's not the MVP. It's not the MVP. The quarterbacks won this award, what? We we looked it up. It was like 15 times in a yeah, row. Yeah, the wide receiver has never won the, the MVP. The last time someone won MVP, and we'd have to go look, but I think it was Ladanian Tomlinson in like 2007 as a running back or something. It was like, or maybe even before, it was uh, back-to-back years. I looked it up. It was Sean Alexander won, and then Ladanian Tomlinson, and then all quarterbacks, right, after that? Um, let's see here. I'll tell you right now. Let's see. Um... I know that a kicker has won it before, but yeah, a wide it was in the receiver 80s, has never. Was the 80s, yeah. yeah, last one to win it non-quarterback was 2012. Adrian Peterson. That's right. Okay. Um, and, and then, then you got to go back that, to You go all the way back to you are right. Let's 2006 with Indian Tomlinson. 2005 with Sean Alexander. Yeah. Um, and then so 2000 been, was Marshall Falk. So, so we've seen been four ten, running backs. It's in this been ten years era. since a running back or has won. Yes. And there's never been a receiver. Never been a yeah, receiver. I mean, if Tyreek Hill breaks it, I I think. And most people would agree that he's obviously the best receiver in the league, but probably the most Im- just unguardable guy. And if he breaks that record, then he'll give it to him. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And- it's like, listen, the quarterback, like Dak's having a great year, right? But it, there's been other seasons where these quarterbacks win it that the numbers are like, you know, 30% better than Dak's yes. numbers, right? So, like, yes. why not give it to the guy that set a record? I know. And, and the guy who literally, like, you also just think about the fact that, like, I, I know Dak is really good, and I know Purdy's playing really good. Yeah. But they're the two favorites. Let's be real here. Last year, the Cowboys went without Dak Prescott for four games. They went or without five games. They went four and one in those games with, yeah. with Cooper with Cooper yeah. Rush. Brock Purdy is a four string quarterback. Kyle Shanahan has won with anybody in that in that system. Like if you take those two dudes off the team, they're still really solid. Like they're still going to win football games. Yeah. Jimmy I could Garoppolo argue, went to Super Bowl. Right, Jimmy. Yeah. Exactly. I could argue with you. That if you take Tyreek Hill off that offense, that they are a 
a 500 football team. Like, legitimately, they are a completely different offense. We don't, Tua's irrelevant. I mean, this dude single-handedly vaulted Tua into the MVP race in the beginning of the year. I mean, it's, it's a joke. And we have to say, too, we believe, as we talked about it a little bit, like when Calvin Johnson broke that record, he probably wasn't even being looked at for MVP because the team was so damn right. bad. And yet the and Dolphins— Stafford was throwing the ball 50 times a game, and he's just throwing it up to Calvin Johnson. Right. So the Dolphins are the number one seed right now, right? Or they're whatever, the, number they're, two They're seed. number two behind the Ravens, yeah. I think. But yeah. if they win tonight, I think they jump back to number one. Yeah, so that's what I mean. And he's so he's the best receiver on the best team, and he could potentially set an NFL record. You have to give it to him. Yeah. I don't get— but, I mean, I would assume that – I don't know if the Vegas odds makers are just putting that up because they think they're only going to give it to a quarterback. But as, like, a football writer or whoever votes on that now, you would think your vote had to be for Tyreek Hill. You would think, you would think so. But, um, you know, how the media drives what happens. I mean, they basically were going to – they were going to give the Heisman to Bo Nix if they had – if Oregon had beat Washington in that game, even though Jaden Daniels was by far and away the best college player the entire year. So – it's just the media decides it, and that's just what happens, unfortunately. I hope that they get it right and give it to Tyreek Hill. The guy is absolutely the most sensational wide receiver I've seen in my lifetime play. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure with Jerry Rice and some other guys, but this this could be the, the greatest season in the history of football by, by a position. Like, we're seeing something that we've never seen before. Um, you know, teams know what they're going to do and continually cannot stop him because he's that good. Um, it's, it's just, yep. it's just yeah, ridiculous. So. Um, we'll go uh, last one real quick. Speaking of odds-on favorite, the Ravens are currently the odds-on favorite to win the AFC. Are you buying or selling the Ravens as the best team in the AFC right now? I guess you have to buy it because I think that they're better than the Dolphins. And if they played, I think I'd probably take the Ravens to beat them. The Chiefs have lost two in a row. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'd say yes. I mean, I'm sticking. I'm gonna stick to my guns, like we talked about before, where it's like I've just kind of been in the the Buffalo camp for so long, where I'm like, if they somehow do make the playoffs, I'll pick them to go to the Super Bowl right. just because it'd be more fun that way. And I genuinely do think that if the Bills played the Ravens on a neutral field, the Bills would beat them in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, no, I think now you're right. if they have to go to Baltimore, it's gonna be tougher, obviously. But I do think the Bills can definitely beat them. So yeah. Uh, but I, to say that they're favorites right now, I would say yeah, I, I would buy that because I, I think they have to be. I don't know. I just can't. I couldn't put. I, I, I just the Chiefs don't. The, the Chiefs don't look great. Defense hasn't looked as good. And like like you've, you've tarped on all this time. And I think that Patrick Mahomes can do it with anybody, which he really can. Except when you line up a yard and a half offside. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like he, he did it with those guys. So. The guy lines up a yard and a half offside. It's so. unfortunate, but yeah. it is what it is. Another guy dropped a walk-in touchdown. I guess, but but it, literally, that's probably what's going to keep them from winning the Super Bowl again. So, um, yeah, I I agree. Um, now joining the set, owner of seventeen businesses, it's Big Dog. Podcast from nothing. Civil rights movement at the front of it. It's big dog. It's big dog. Never left the 80s, bitch. They came with me. Hear me out, Jalen Hurts, Black Tom Brady. Y'all's generation, damn y'all lazy. I ain't fucking done yet, bitch. Go. Alright, week. Can you put your phone away, sir? Go. 
sir. Dude, it's Big Dog. Just let him for the shot. It looks sir, like let's go. Is, this is in this is serious matters here. Okay? Hurry up. Respect the show. Let's go. All right. Enough. I've had enough of your shit. You've been here for 45 Hurt. fucking seconds. Let's go. Thursday, December 14th, we start week 15 with two irrelevant teams, the Chargers of Los Angeles, traveling to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders, despite not scoring a single point last week, are favored by three points at home. Hold on. First of all, we got to welcome Big Dog. Yeah, Big Dog's in the house. Let's make this fast because I am making money today. Lots of money, and I'm wasting time. Let's go. It's time for the NFL picks for week 15. What's the first game? Raiders versus what? We, if we didn't have to do the intro, we'd have already picked the game, wouldn't we? What's the... Chargers at the Raiders. St uh, Raiders, because that quarterback is an NFL quarterback. O'Connell. O'Connell. Sure guy. Go. I'll take the uh, Raiders by uh, field goal, because that's what I predict every single game. O'Connell's O'Connell's uh, stats this year. 134 for 210, 1,300 yards, four touchdowns, Pick, seven, seven interceptions. Picked him. You know so, what we call uh, that? You picked him. You did, didn't uh, you? You picked him. I picked him. I, this is what I, you said. Picked, I him. picked him in preseason yep. to play in the NFL. He said he's a and starter. he started. I know. I didn't say starter. He he's starter. seven games. He started. He so I proved you again. Games. I can pick a guy off a practice schedule, off a practice team. He can actually. Say, yeah, I'm not rumor joking. has it. You I don't can, even need to see him throw. Just walk off the fucking bus. One throw. Uh, and I'm just like, I mean, that I guy could play in the NFL. One look at He's him off in the, the NFL starting, which means that that shows you when you're all laughed during preseason, or you did. You know they're tanking, right? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The guy can play as a backup, number one. Number two, I said, and this is the funny one, I said for him to go get, they need to go get J.J. McCarron, whatever his name is, from that, what's the team he plays in the XFL? Battlehawks. Battlehawks. I say McCarron? it three weeks ago, and Zach couldn't even throw the ball, and they go and get him. Cincinnati goes and gets him next. Let's go. Uh, AJ, McCarron, A.J. McCarron is not an NFL quarterback. Did I say go get him off the XFL? So you're telling me you can't find a backup, but you bring in this guy. He who was the emergency. Who was the guy from the Jets? Who was the guy from the Jets? They brought in the the Boyle guy. Whatever's no. What's the guy from the Jets? They couldn't throw a pass. What's his name? Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. They brought in Tim Boyle because Aaron Rodgers said to. And well, I say go different. get AJ. No, AJ McCarron's not Thank an you. NFL quarterback. Thank you. AJ on. McCarron is not let's an move NFL on. quarterback. That's why Please. he's never Thank played. You. Guru. I'll championship. Take, I'll take the Chargers, even though. I, oh, actually, Justin Herbert has a broken index finger. That's right. He's not playing. Let's go. Uh, I'll take the Raiders at home. They care more about this game by a field goal. Let's go. Next one. We've got three Saturday games. Thank God, because what a treat. we do have some bowl games kicking off on Saturday. But we're gonna go with um, this first one is a noon kickoff between two teams fighting to get in the playoffs in their respective conferences the 7 and 6 Vikings 5 and 2 on the road this year traveling to Cincinnati to take on the on fire Jake Browning who's completing 82% of his passes He's Bengals out. 7 and 6 as well Browning's not out well, his finger got jammed Browning came back in the game yesterday well it's probably going to be. Let's go. Your dad got one look at it. He said it's bad. He's not playing. All right. I don't think he's playing. He take that to the bank. Uh, uh, give me the Bengals. Give me Bengals. Yeah, Bengals are winning. Jake Browning continues going. They pulled Josh Dobbs last week because he was Doesn't so bad. Another he's one NFL of your quarterback. Picks. He's not NFL no. quarterback. He isn't. Off That's of why they pulled him. I picked him when he wasn't. Bengals even in the NFL. by a touchdown. Uh, because Josh Dobbs is the worst quarterback Picked in the NFL. Picked him when he wasn't even in the NFL. Steelers. Wasn't even in the NFL. Steelers at the Colts, two uh, battling seven and six teams. Honestly, the loser of this game is probably eliminated from the playoffs. The who Colts, is the Steelers and who? The Colts and the Steelers in Indianapolis. The Colts are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think? Is Kenny Pickett playing? No. 
Colts. This just feels like a game that the Steelers somehow pull off and win by a field goal. I'll take the Steelers. Man, both these teams are so bad. I, it's a I horrible just, week for football. Let's go. The let, next one. let me just say I'll take the Good Colts God. only because the the Steelers have Mitch Trubisky. I guess they're probably going to start the other kid. I could literally throw – I could, I could play – if I have protection, I could play in the NFL right now. Oh, as quarterback. there's zero fucking down my mind. I'm not joking. I he, not only could you go play quarterback, there. you'd be the kicker too. Well, You've I could be offensive coordinator as well. Let's as go long as one. you don't have Kurt Herbstreet, that fucking Kurt snake Herbstreet. holding the ball oh, for you. He could kick what a 40 yard. Thief. That thief, fucking Kurt. rat. Oh, I could out throw any of these quarterbacks. Go ahead. I, I think Goff, when though, we go right? out to kick the ball, we're going to see how far he can throw it. Because I still maintain, I don't think he could throw the ball more than 30 yards. I think 30 yards is a stretch for him with an NFL I can ball. throw 30 yards with my left hand. Let's go next one. Okay, well, there we go. We got a list of things left to test. Left hand. I think we should also get a lie detector in here. Because I don't think hand. he even believes himself. Let's go. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> Broncos. That's my new saying. Let's go. Let's go. Bro, that's not a new saying. You've been no, saying that for eight weeks on this go. podcast. Let's roll. Uh yeah, Broncos country, let's ride. The Broncos, 7-6, and six, a game outside of the division lead, taking on the struggling Detroit Lions, who are 9-4 and four, but have lost two of their last four games. Jared Goff, eight turnovers in the last three games. I'll go oh, ahead and pick no. this one right now. The Broncos are a, are a 4.5-point dog. Give me the Broncos on the money line. They will win this game outright by three. Go, Turner. Nah, I was going to pick the Broncos, too. Uh, Broncos to by one. Who are they playing again? I'm, my brain's on Jared Goff, noodle arm boy. Oh, no, noodle arm will win. He has eight turnovers the last four, uh, three just, games. Just, were they playing in Detroit? Yeah. Oh, that's a done. Noodle Jared will arm. win the game. Jared will win that game. J- poor Jared, man. What a, I mean, you just look bad the last couple weeks. We have, Let's go. We have all your quarterbacks. O'Connell's throwing picks. Dobbs gets pulled. Jared Goff turning the ball over. It's a bad week. All I said about those, they the can play Tom in the Brady, NFL. The Black Tom They Brady can play in the NFL. You said Jared Goff would be out of touchdown. the league. You said he'd be out of the league when he left the Rams. You were wrong. Now, uh, we'll move on to Sunday. You can't pick quarterback talent like what a truth bomb right can't there. Can't pick I never said he'd be out of the league. Yes, you did. I did oh, say, yes, you I did. did say, Turner, that Colin Kaepernick would be out of the league, and I was no, right. No, you said he'd be out of the league. And my, that was one of my dad's picks well, as go. well. Don't even go. Uh, let's move on to the well, Bears. if you do remember, your dad and Colin Kaepernick marched for civil rights, don't right. you? And Both sometimes you get punished for that. That's right. Get my dad didn't march you. for shit. My dad also claims he went to Vietnam, all right? I was there. He Let's was. Go. Oh, you were in Vietnam. I was there. You were three when the war ended. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Stolen valor. I was twelve years Stolen old. I went over to Vietnam. Valor. Twelve years old. Let's go. Oh not, my gosh! Do Don't clip I'll that. I'll bring us some Vietnam vets home. Do Let's not go. clip that. That is going right on the start of the. I podcast. went there at twelve years old, and I learned how to speak to the North Vietnamese. <laughs> Can you speak some Vietnamese for us? I right used now? to be able to say, "Get off! Get out of my way!" But I can't say it anymore. I think it was Shoi Afai. Shoi Afai, I think. <laughs> I'm not joking. It was Shoi Afai. That means get out of my way. Oh, dear In God. In North Vietnamese. <laughs> Let's go. I normally don't think he's funny, but that was ridiculous. Oh, no. Yeah, was... He's so stupid. I mean, who thinks of that shit? Hey, make sure when, make sure when you clip that, you start, make sure when you clip that, you, you uh, play Toby Keys. <laughs> My daddy served in the army. He right. gave his right eye. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. That means get on. out of my way. Get out of my way. Moving on. <laughs> we brought those vets home. Let's go. Next one. Bears at the Browns. Browns are a three and a half point favorite. 
Browns. Bye. By about seven. About seven? Okay, seven. seven. There you go. Oh, man. This is – the Bears should have won three in a row. I talked – I you know what? I said a lot of good things about the Browns. It's going to jinx them. I'll take the Bears by a field goal. Man, right. the, the Bears have just – this is a too much of a step up in class, and that defense for Cleveland plays better at home. They're 6-1 and one at home. Oh, it's at Cleveland? Yeah. yeah. I'll stick with the Bears. Why not? I, I, don't, I don't think, think I don't think this is one where they get upset. The Browns win this game. They're basically in the All playoffs. Right, Give me go. the Browns by – Eight. Buccaneers at the Packers. Packers have a big game tonight against the Giants. If they win that, they've got a good shot to make the playoffs. They're home against the Buccaneers, who are in first place in the division right now. The Giants will beat the Buccaneers to your, your pick. The Giants aren't playing the Buccaneers. Who's the Packers playing? are playing them. Oh, the Packers will beat them. Sorry. The Packers will beat them. By how many? I think 10 points. Okay, 10 Ooh, points. Ooh, love that pick. Packers by 10. That's the first thing he hasn't picked uh, by seven in like two weeks. Listen, dude, Big Dog thinks about touchdowns, right, Dylan? He's got other stuff on his mind. He's a combat veteran. He, That's right. <laughs> he picked the Eagles one by 10 last week. That did not go very well. Yeah. Turner? Oh, I agreed with him. No, Packers by oh, exactly 10. Packers? You said the same Thank thing? Yeah. Big, big, right big Dog's right about that Put money on that Man, one. you guys both on the Packers makes me want to take the Buccaneers. Give me the Packers by – just because Baker can't play on the road – Packers by a field goal. Okay, next one. Um, Texans at the Titans. C.J. Stroud suffered a concussion this week, but he should play next week. Uh, that just has uh, – it's going to be the Titans by a field goal. Texans will win. Yeah, I'll take the Titans by, by four. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to find a way to win the game. Jets and the resurgent Zach Wilson here threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns Zero yesterday. Zero, zero at, yards the first half. Keep at going. the Miami Dolphins. This game was actually very no. close in the first matchup no. before a kick return for touchdown right before halftime. Dolphins by 10. Mm-hmm. Dolphins by four. Close game. Yeah, it's not going to be a blowout. Dolphins by seven. It really wouldn't surprise me if they lost this game. Chiefs. At the Patriots, rematch of uh, the AFC title game half a decade ago now. Chiefs by 10. Chiefs by 17. Chiefs by 21. I'll right. do you both. Uh, Giants at the Saints. We shouldn't even pick this. this is Saints just a are a six-point Wait a second. Favorite. Tommy DeVito's Oh, Tommy boy. DeVito's playing. Yes, boy. please. Picked him, too. Keep going. They said that he's. you got to pick the game. It's, it's Giants-Chiefs. <laughs> or Giants-Saints, man. Who are they playing? In New Orleans, already said that. Saints are playing a little better. I noticed that they're they're picking it up a little lately. Um, the Saints are going to kind of oh, go man. into the playoffs a little bit on a roll. Saints. You're picking against your boy, Tommy yep. DeVito. Let's go. All right. Saints by seven. All right, Saints next. by a field goal. I mean, imagine if we actually didn't include all of his talking on here. We'd be done already. Next. Falcons at the Panthers. Panthers trying to go 1-13 one in, one in this week. Falcons. Panthers by three. Man, you stole my thunder. <laughs> Panthers by one. All right. They go for two on the last play and win it by one. Big Dog does not like to pick irrelevant games. Seriously, from now on, we pick the, the beef Commanders games. Commanders at the Rams. Not bullshit games. Commanders at the Rams. Uh, Rams will win by seven. Rams by ten. Uh, I'll, I'm going to stick with Turner. Rams by ten. All right. 49ers at the Cardinals. 49ers are a 14-point favorite. 49ers by 14. Actually, be a tighter game than people think. I think the 49ers, one player with the Cardinals is going to injure a major 49er player. And let's make that happen. Okay, guys. I like that. 
That's that bitches. you're going back to your old war days where you know Thank when you. it put all put him on costs, the fucking ground. When it all costs in your uh, division, put the quarterback on the ground, take him out. Go ahead. Cardinals by oh god, I'm gonna say seven. I mean, sorry, <laughs> Niners by seven. No, that's binding. Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> uh, I'll say 49ers. I, I just think they they had the close call this week. 49ers by 14. Um, then we'll go Dallas Cowboys traveling to Buffalo. The Easy. Bills are a two-point favorite. Well, you are you're you know what you are you're three and ten on Cowboys picks yeah. this year well, they're because you lose. picked them to lose every game. They're gonna lose in Buffalo by seven to ten points. We'll pick one. Which one? Ten. Ten. Buffalo by Mr. Lee. But you're right about this one. I'll yeah. take Buffalo by. <laughs> Nine. I'll take him by seven. See seven. how see how stunned he was that you actually got a pick right there because you're so no, stupid. Amazing. Well, he always um, picks against the Cowboys, but he's right. This is not happening. Um, no, he's at, He's not. Y'all are both wrong, and everybody's going to be on the Bills this week. But Dallas is going to walk in to Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York, and they will take down the Buffalo Bills by three. Three. All right, let's go. Uh, we'll go to Sunday Night Football. Who's that? And that is going to be the Ravens traveling to Super Bowl winning author and coach Doug Peterson and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville. Wait, is he? He's a he's he's a he's a Super Bowl winner and what? And author of and books. Author. And author. There we go. go. And author. Uh, uh, I mean, we can't turn her back on our boy Dougie Peterson. Give me the Jags. Jags. By Jags. how many? You know, I want the Ravens to win because I want the Chiefs to have to go up there. I'm going to pick. The Ravens, because I want them to win. No, I want Patrick Mahomes to go up there. Well, Keep no, going. he's a Ravens fan, remember? he. That's got right. It. Lamar's my way. Got my jersey coming. I want Let's Lamar go. to win, too, but the, the, the Jags are going to win that game by All three. Right, good. That it? Man, I don't know. I'm going to go with the... I'm going to go with the Ravens in a close game. And then what's three. Monday Night Football? Monday Night Football, the Eagles traveling to Seattle. Seahawks playoff hopes on the line. Philly dropped two in a row. Eagles by seven. Seattle by three. Damn it, Turner. Seattle by three as well. Give me the upset. Seahawks get the win there. All right, that's all the picks for, for the games. It's time for big brain shit with Big Dog. Oh you know, my gosh, you know I Turner, find this one. My dad's the type of guy when we were going to Vegas who he had a boot because he had had an ankle injury uh-huh. when he claimed that he tore his Achilles. That never happened because you can't, tore, tear, you can't tear your Achilles and not have surgery. Actually, can I say something, Mr. Leak? You keep talking about how Aaron Rodgers, there's no way he can come back with this Achilles injury, but you made it back quicker than he did. I made it back in 60 days. Then that's how is Aaron Rodgers playing then? He said it's impossible. He didn't it's actually impossible. tear it. And how did you do I it? I tore mine. I got the extra. In fact, the CD. Your, dad, fra- your dad's, Julie, struck, your dad's been struck by lightning. Yeah, he's been struck by lightning, supposedly. He's also tore his Achilles, but never had surgery. Okay. Um, okay. There, there is me with the Vietnam vet who lives right by our house here on Haskin. And, he, and, and, and we're getting together for a meeting at the at the Valero gas station on November 22nd. No, I'm, I'm there. I have a photo of me there. And Send me that picture. Hold on. Why would you and be having to get together at the gas station? We just decided to meet up there and talk about our cars. Oh, uh, okay. So, I wait, don't think that's wait, true. Wait, the Valero gas station? Don't go to the one off Austin Highway. You won't have your car very well. I dude. wasn't there in 72. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Now, my rant is about, I don't know if I can let y'all post that, 70, but there it is. Right there. <laughs> there. You were 11. Let, there we go. There's a lot older than that. Now, my rant's pretty simple. Patrick Mahomes is a bitch. 
and this is the this is the whole thing about him being a bitch with that fro hair sticking out of his helmet the other day. And that stupid ass fro hair sticking out and he's like, Yeah, man, the rope and whining and acting like he cares. He couldn't fight a flea, man. I me and my band would have taken that motherfucker out and like with our you could have tied an uh, uh, you could have blindfolded me. You could have given me sixteen beers and just been in the general facility of that guy and I'd kick the shit out of him. But and, and, and that's in that damn wife of his. Good gosh, please. But the bottom line is, I mean, geez, Louise. Dang me too long for that thing's gone. But here nor there, um, yiping about the refs. That team has gotten more bullshit calls. Number one, their right guard takes off early on every play. The tackle. The tackle. It is unreal. He is early on every snap, and they don't call it. Every end of any play, any Super Bowl, whatever, the out-of-bounds hit he got. That guy's at it. But if this is a common thing. That's not a big rant take. Everyone knows that. But he's whining about the refs. Now, here's the part I do agree with him on. I do agree with him on one thing, that he's right, that they shouldn't decide the officials. And this is what I want to give him. For the small set of you-know-what that he has, he has the balls enough to go on there, which I have been saying, I swear I've been saying this for 15 years. If you had players and coaches do what him and Andy did every day in college, every after every game, but pointed out the realistic things that they do wrong, like that was not pass interference, and the coach says, and they don't stop getting fined, that there's a leniency from Roger Gestapo, the, the worst commissioner ever, that guy. He's a joke. To the, he's a joke. Can't believe they keep him involved just because he makes some money. He they don't like him. And if you, if you said to him, we're going to be able to have some ref complaints, number one, it would stop. The refs would have a review. All you have to do is have Colin Hurd, Skip, and four pa- guys like Patrick Mahomes come out like Tom Brady say, yeah, they need to be reviewed at halftime. There needs to be three calls you could overturn, pass interference being one of them, in a game. And if they make a couple of bad calls, there needs to be substitute refs come in. Number one, put a chip in the ball. They can't mark the ball correctly. On every single down, the linesman runs from 10 feet down the the yard yard line and marks the ball wrong on every single down. Go to the, what's it called, the chip ball? What? Tennis ball. Hawkeye? Hawkeye. They do it in rugby. Go do it. Number two, Mahomes was right to come out and talk about it, but he's a little bitch and that the guy's gotten every call there is. I'm so glad he lost that game by that moronic loony with the gold teeth. Those grills. If you get grills Tony. like Tony, whatever his name, get grills like mine, okay? okay? You have grills. I, yeah, I got grills. So the bottom line, I got lice grills, okay? Your dad's got plenty of I got grills, grills okay? I'll, pl- I'll wear my grills, okay? And, and the bottom line is um, is that I give him, I will, help, I will say, and I bet they don't even find him. And if they do, it's going to be $20,000. Just think the changes you could make by just speaking aloud after college games that are horribly officiated and pro games. You change the game. Now you bring an instant replay challengeable because you say at the podium, they don't have three of these penalties challengeable. Holding, five yards. Players start saying it. Why is holding 10 yards? In, why is holding 10 yards? Why is it, why is it a, a, a contact five yards in a first down? Why isn't it just five yards? Well, they'll do it every time. How about the third time it occurs on a team? It's ten yards. It's ten yards and first down. Five yards and first down, where they hold the receiver off the line. You change the game. They're making it boring. First and twenty is not fun to watch, on everything. And the last thing is this, and I'm done. What is anybody bringing the ball out from kickoffs? You get a penalty every single time. 
if you look at the why is any special teams coach ever telling anybody to run the ball out do they ever make it past the 25 or 30 never there's my rant big doll will have his own show soon no, you won't. Oh, shit, yeah. We'll do it my own show. I don't You're know what I'm going to do. You're going to get your own show. Well, we'll think about it. Bullshit. I, I need to get my own this show. Is, this is probably what he's been... The plans the whole this time. This is why... Is he, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's just going to have his own show. Uh, it's just going to be him up there Big dog rants, and then we're going to pick the girls on IQ level that they're showing in these games. We're going to pick their IQ levels, and it's the guys, too. Like the guy in the Cowboys that Stephen A. puts on that has his girlfriend at the game when he's married. Man, what a moron. And he's sitting there crying for the cameras. But also, I want to pick some IQ levels coming up. Because there are some damn dumb fans out there. There's some damn dumb fanatics, okay? Eat, so we're going to call Pick the IQ Game on Big Dog Section. <laughs> You're going to show me a picture. I'm going to pick the guy's IQ. And if he scores higher, I'm going to give him $10,000. <laughs> You don't have ten thousand dollars. Very generous. But but if he scores, if I pick eighty nine and he comes in at eighty two, he pays me every number in thousand dollar bills, but up to that number. If it's seven, he comes in at eighty two, and I pick eighty nine, he owes me seven grand. It's an interesting game there, big dog. Back in your band band days, you think you could out drink me? I wasn't a drinker. Oh, I thought you said you had 16 beers. No, I said if you put 16 beers. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I never drank much, but but when I did. I drank like a man. Okay. All right. I, I when like I drank, I drank like a man. I mean, I tell you, we don't drink to get drunk. We drink to go to Jim Morrison stage. There's stage one, two, three, four, and then there's five where you're fucking seeing stars. That's what you drink to do. So, yeah, when I drink, I'm not going to get buzzed and kind of get fucked up. When I get drunk, back in those days, we drank to Morrison level. Morrison saw stars and you see fucking pink elephants. That's what you drink to see. Okay. You don't drink to get drunk. You drink so you can't drive because you can't even fucking walk. All right? If you're going to drink, do it like a man. That's a good life lesson for the kids all at right? home. All you, kids all you kids at home. Just all right. all you one night we saw pink elephants, okay? That's what we drink to. Wait, hold on. Before you go, we're going to do one game real quick. Hurry up. In honor of the bowl season starting on Saturday, oh, yeah, I'm going to give you a name of a bowl game. Yeah. And you're going to tell me whether it's real or fake. Go. Okay. So we'll start, and we'll let well, we'll let each of you go. So I'm gonna get worse first. Okay, hold on. So I'll start with this is this is only is this this is either a bowl game this year, or it's not a bowl game at all. Ready? Go. All right, we've got the. Uh, let's see here. We've got the quick lane bowl. Is that a bowl? Yes, it's a bowl. It is a bowl. That is a bowl. That's one for one for each of you. And Good it's job. In Detroit. Next okay. one. We've got the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. No, not it a is a bowl. It is a bowl game. That is a bowl game. One Turner is two for two. Okay, uh, my dad is not. All right, we've got the Campbell Soup Bowl. Not a bowl. I don't think it's a bowl. It is not a bowl. Good. Uh, Turner's three for three. Um, okay, we've got the Royal Stag Key West Bowl. Not a bowl. Uh, it's too random not to be a bowl. It I is know. a bowl game. It is not. I made it up. <laughs> I Royal got, Stag. That's the most random I, shit ever. I got Turner on one. I didn't think I was going to get Turner on any of them. The Pop-Tarts Bowl. No. That's definitely, wait, wait. That's definitely fake. No, not a bowl. That is real. That oh, is so a my real brother, bowl did, game. Remember I told yeah, you that my brother was real. fucking with me saying that Notre Dame was going to the Pop-Tart Bowl? That is a real. I was like, no way. That is a real one. But it's actually NC State and Kansas State. They're playing in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. That is a real bowl game. Uh, the famous toastery bowl. 
No, there's the Tostitos Bowl. There's not a Toastery Bowl. It's no. called the Toastery? The famous Toastery Bowl. No. Yes. That is a bowl game. That it's it's got to be in Idaho. It's probably the old famous Idaho potato okay, bowl. Okay, I'm going to mix it. in. I'm going to mix in real quick. I'm going to mix in right, some old. Go. These are non-current as well. So this could be a non-current bowl even. Ready? We've got the GoDaddy.com bowl. Yes. Well, that used to be. That was a bowl, yes. Yeah. Next. Um, we've got, let's see, the O'Reilly Auto Parts Bowl. Used to be a bowl. I don't know if it still is. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say no. It was not a bowl game. I made that up. Go. There used to be an AutoZone bowl, but not an not O'Reilly a, bowl. That's right. Um, the Bojangles Waffle Bowl. Yes. No, there's not a Bojangles <laughs> Waffle Bowl. No, that's racist, and I'm not a racist. I've worked civil rights. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to say no. It's not a bowling game. Yeah. But that was funny. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> okay. Wait, there's a few more. Hurry the fuck up. They had the refrigerator bowl. Yes, it was a bowl. No. That was a bowl game. Yeah, it was. 19, it was called the refrigerator 1948 bowl? to yeah. 1956. Yeah, let's go. What in else? Evansville, Indiana. I didn't even know they had bowl games right there. Yeah. I just thought they played the national championship. The Raisin the Bowl. Yes, it was a bowl. Sure. It was a bowl game. Yeah. Hold on. One more. Nice the one. Cigar Bowl. No. I'm going to just say yes. It 100% was a bowl. St. Thomas versus Missouri Valley 50 years ago, and they promoted smoking in the bowl. That's game. smart. I love People it. People were in the crowd that's back, hey, smoking. That's, that's back when America was America. That was America back <laughs> That was then. when America yeah. was good. That's back when your dad was serving in Nam. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got the photo to prove it. All right, that's it. All right, we're done. Later, big dog. Bye, big dog. God bless your heart. Go make money. Before we go out, let me uh, let me wrap this up. Thank you guys for tuning in to our 11th episode, shorter version today. Uh, Big Dog graces with his presence at the end, and thank God that he did because we got some valuable lessons to about getting fucked up and and serving your country. Um, you know, what would we do without without a legendary? And advice? let it be known that Dylan and I do not support stolen valor. And <laughs> his, his dad just, you know, Big Dog. Big Dog sometimes snaps. He can't really be responsible for what he says, but I mean, he most certainly didn't serve in Nam. He was, we think, what, 10 12, years old? He was 12 when the 12, war ended. Yes. Okay, <laughs> there you go. There you have it. <laughs> he may have gone to Vietnam, but he did not serve. I don't. To be fair, I think he did say he went to went to Vietnam. I don't think he actually said he fought. Maybe he did. I don't That's know. A good point. Still stolen Ballard. Still stolen. <laughs> insinuated. Insinuated it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in to our podcast. Um, and we will see you guys next week, hopefully from our new studio. And oh, we'll yeah. be uh, we'll be in our new uh, our new home, hopefully giving away our, our Victor Wimbanyama jersey next week in our in our Sunday with Chris Leak. But make sure to comment what you think about this week's NFL games and let us know uh, what you'd like to see next week. We're gonna have a bowl edition of college football next week as well. We didn't get to any college football today, but thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs>